Welcome to Broad Ideas. Welcome. Wait. Oh, that's Cabaret. <laughs> Never mind. Welcome to Broad Ideas. We're about to welcome Rick Glassman, actor, comedian, podcast host. His podcast, Take Off Your Shoes with Rick Glassman. This was serious. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's invite Rick. Sometimes when the world feels insane, you can take a little peek inside of Rachel's little brain. All these thoughts are swirling round and round inside to join us on this journey as we take a little ride. We'll talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. <gasps> I really want that in. All right, give me a countdown Please. from something from 10. <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> that's definitely that's gonna be the opener. Um, we we want we like to guess people's height. We've never done this before. <laughs> I say we like to. It's our first time. Okay. But we had a whole conversation about it, right? Yeah, we had. Before you want to share? Here. Do you want to share with him what what we were saying? I want to know your thoughts on this, right? So Casper was like, we were talking about men and height, and he was saying you can't ask men their height. And we said, well, what if we guess it? And he said, you got to make sure if you're going to guess a man's height that he's at least 5'11 or over, Mm. right? Mm. And so when you walked in, we felt great relief because we thought we can play with him. Because you're assuming that I'm at least 5'11. You you are. (laughs) You know, you're not supposed to ask. I didn't know that. I know that you're not supposed to ask a man what month he was born. What? Yeah. Why? It sounds just about as ridiculous to me as the height thing. (laughs) What is it? Uh, it just sounds ridiculous. It sounds like yeah, an like, astrology you, you person. Yeah, well, no, I was just saying something arbitrary. You can't oh, guess like oh, okay. because, <laughs> because, because if you guess uh, um, somebody a man's height, he would be offended if he wasn't at least five eleven. That's what we're told. Okay. How do you feel, feel about like that? that? It's personal. <laughs> well, you know you're tall, so you probably um, yeah. So, do you want me to tell you how tall I am, or is the game guessing? No, we're g- we're gonna two. guess. Do you have a uh, like a jingle for it? <laughs> well, yeah, put one in. Okay. Da-da, da-da. Da-da, da-da, guess his height. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. 6'2 is what I said. I was going to go 6'3. Um, yeah, six. technically. Um, uh, last I got checked, I, it, the doctor said 6'3, but because it was just under. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're both right. Yeah, we're both right. You guys get, I really you guys felt, get to it. We do. <laughs> yeah. I really felt like it was 6'3, but like I knew you were going to say 6'3, so I purposely said 6'2. That's actually a really nice friend. I am. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you gave me that one. I did give you that one. Thank you. We support each other. It's what we do here. It's part of our whole thing. I noticed that the Broad Ideas logo is very similar to the American Idol. <laughs> is, was, was that inspo? Is that a conscious choice? Rob um, mm-hmm. loves American Idol. Yeah. Really? Are <laughs> no. you joking? No. Oh, because I love American Idol. American Idol, actually, <laughs> I used to watch all the time. And... Um, I don't know how old you are. I don't know if you, you, you you're both probably too too young for uh, this. No, we're older than you. Now I'm you sure. have to guess our ages. Oh no, yeah, I'm guess our, no, yeah, no, we're okay with it. Okay. How old do you think we are? Forty nine <laughs> and fifty three. <laughs> I will never do that. 
I'll never guess. <laughs> that makes me like you so much more that you said that. Though. No, I, I, I wouldn't guess because um, that's you not brought light. me into your home. <laughs> you know, you uh, I'll guess your this. weight. <laughs> okay, do it. Do it. Uh, one twenty-six. No, lower. Uh, and one thirty-nine. <laughs> You are welcome. Anything. Okay, good. Okay. When are we starting? We are. We are you were starting. Take out all of the weight no. stuff. <laughs> take, take out the weight stuff. Are you scared of getting cancer? And I'm 6'7". You- <laughs> I'm 6'7". How is it? Are you afraid of being canceled? Am I afraid of it? I mean, there's so many things to be afraid of. That's not really high on the list. That's not something I'm, I'm wanting to happen. Right. right. But it's not something that like af- affects my decision making. Mm. Okay. Um... You know, I try to, when I say really racist stuff, I try not to do it on camera. Right. <laughs> you know, and then when I'm guessing weight, I'll, uh, no, that's not something I think much about. That's good. I know it was a, I'm a comedian and it was a topic of conversation on podcasts for a while and mm-hmm. still often is. And I find it to be a little bit of like, um, uh, earlier on, I, I don't know if we were recording or not, but we were all talking about the weather and that's fine. And weather is great. Love the weather. Love it. But like, there's a cliche to it. And I feel yeah. the same with like talking about that stuff. So I never really got into conversations for it more. So I just like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. I think we should talk more about American Idol because you were going there. Yeah. So when I was a kid, <laughs> there was, uh, you had to actually watch the commercials. And then something happened where it's called DVR. Now everything's streaming with you kids. But there was this thing where you could just skip <laughs> through. Than us, you could, he's for sure younger than um, us. I'm 23. You could skip through all the commercials, but I would watch with my dad and he would always skip the commercials and I would ask him not to skip the commercials. And it was specific to American Idol because the reason is there's an extra seven. I want it to last the hour, hour and a half, two hours. I want it to last the full thing. Okay. So when you would fast forward the commercials, it would end sooner. Mm. And that's that's when I started watching commercials. And now <laughs> now look at me. Yeah. <laughs> so commercials are what did it for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you recall any that stand out? Oh geez. Um I really I I mean I can make up commercials that I know of, but I can't remember any of them from specifically American. It seems like it was pretty important to you. What was important was also I like taking breaks in things. Mm, um yeah. I take breaks in movies. What do you mean? Like at home, you'll pause Oh, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Like watching something, something crazy happens. Press pause. Like, like if we're all watching together, it'd be like, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, or even by myself, I'll even get up and I'll just like kind of have that what's fucking nuts energy. You know, like I'll shake it off and like look in the fridge. Like this is fun. Yeah. And I'll sit back down and I'll restart. I love a break. And that started from American Idol. It started with making things last longer. Okay. I love and that. And being okay with the breaks and checking in and like, I'll go pee. Yeah, I won't yeah. press pause. I could always rewind now. But, you know, you look at a snack. It's just little breaks. Yeah. This is really interesting to me. S- sincerely interesting? Sincerely, no, yeah. sincerely. Yeah. Because I won't watch things that have commercials. Like, my husband will put on a movie that has commercials, like, on television. And I'm like, why? Let's just right. dream it. Why are we doing this? What does he say? He'll just flip to another show during the commercial and then flip back and do. He enjoys it. He's fine with it. I have an analogy that I feel is going to be too long of a walk and my instincts are drop it, but it feels it's like- It's right. Yeah. I, I think you do it. 
So you ever flipping through the channels, you're doing your thing and then yeah. Armageddon comes on from like, you're like 25 minutes in and like, I'll watch this. <laughs> if the TV didn't suggest it, like the radio didn't play this song, you wouldn't have watched it. But like, yeah, you know, like the animal crackers on the belly button and it's like, what kind of world are we trying to save? Like, oh, I love this movie. So that to me is analogous to like, if, if you want to buy this rug, Mm-hmm. I would go to Marshall Rug Gallery in Northeast Ohio. My dad has a rug store. Okay. But, uh, I'll send you guys a commercial. But what? But if you know what you want, you just buy it online. But like, if you're going to go into the store and you're going to ask questions and you're going to get help and they're going to like walk you through and you're going to be able to put it and size it, like not that one. And you're going through all this stuff. Why not give them the business? That's how I feel about watching TV. Mm. They're suggesting things. Mm-hmm. They're making things. Listen, yeah, if I really wanted to see the opening of Armageddon, do you remember that movie well? I haven't I seen it in a while. Not well. I, I mean, well, I've seen it. Well, you wait. let me say this: if you if you turn it on twenty five minutes and you don't want to do that because you don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Thank you. You're um, but like you could always turn it back on. But I, I don't know. I respect the the suggestion, and that's my analogy. Yeah, that's what he does. Like, but to me, I'm like, if I didn't start a movie at the beginning, I don't want to watch it. What if it's something you'd already seen? Only like Stand By Me. Like Dirty Dancing. really well. Things I know so well that I'm just But I'll get sucked into things. Like if it's on and I've missed a bit, then I I can get sucked in for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has to be something I know really well. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. You don't, yeah. That's, and also this is, again, very cliche, but that's one of the differences between men and women. I agree. Women like to, uh. You know, women are heavier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And men, you know, watch commercials. And men watch commercials. I like to rewatch. I'm rewatching as of now Game of Thrones for the fourth time. What? I've never seen it. Me neither. Once. Not going to do what people do. You're not going to judge me? No, I'm not going to. I get it. There's things I haven't seen. But. uh, (laughs) What haven't you seen that everybody's seen? Could you give some suggestions of things that everybody has seen that you would imagine I would have seen? Game of Thrones, Saw House it. of Cards, Mad Men, Mad Men. I haven't watched seen the first any season because when I first moved here, I had an audition for it, uh, so I bought the Blu-ray of the first f- season, <laughs> yeah. and I watched it like I was taking the LSAT. I'm like, okay, I think I get this. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Get it. And you got the part. Breaking Bad. <laughs> I've seen it multiple times. Okay, multiple times. Yeah, I rewatch a lot. I rewatch a lot. I love that. Why? Just because it's soothing? Or? There's a safe space to um, to being in the audience, but also knowing what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when I watch something that I haven't seen, I uh, another reason I take breaks is because, like, I have to like figure out what it is that I was watching and like really digest it. So, like, I rewind a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with my husband. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's uh, reminding me of my kid because she's always scared to watch things she hasn't seen before <clears throat> because she doesn't know what's going to happen or what's going to come. So is it a, f- a fear yeah. or, yeah? I think it's like an anxiety fear that she's worried she'll get scared or not, you know, like what she sees. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it like that, and I don't think that's what it is, but I can. Co- <laughs> so shut I'm up about like it. I'm just like comparing you uh, no, to my no. eight-year-old. <laughs> but I do connect to that because I watched, um, when I was younger, I watched uh, Arachnophobia. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And John Goodman. What's that? John Goodman. 
Uh, I, I don't even remember who's in it. That's, in it. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine just sent me uh, a clip of John Goodman in Roseanne last night. He's rewatching Roseanne. Oh, really? Um, but uh, he must have not been as funny in arachnophobia because it's, it's, I still look under the toilet seats before I go to the bathroom and I got scared. Uh, and then I did that with Pet Cemetery. Oh, oh. that was a good one. Dude. Holy shit, did that fuck me up. That yeah. fucked me. My friend in elementary school showed me that movie and it has still fucked me up for yeah. life. For life. Yeah. Are you ever. I haven't been, I'm not as scared as I used to be, but I'm not. <laughs> but there are some times where I'm not even thinking about being scared. I'm just doing my thing and I'm walking around, turn the lights off, whatever. I'm good. Yeah. And then a pet's some, and then I run up the steps, yeah, you know, and I have course. to, I can't have my feet off the bed. <laughs> yeah. It just hits you sometimes. Yeah. So I, I'm connecting. I'm wondering like, oh, is this going to scare me? I don't consciously think about that, but that was something like, I can't watch something that might, I would not watch Pet Cemetery today. I'm sure no if chance. I did, it doesn't hold up. No, but still, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Nope. That movie in particular or did movies That movie scared? in particular. I could. That one. What's that? I could. You I could, could watch it. it? Yeah. I like to be scared though. I like it. It's like spicy food. It's yeah, like I, I like want it. it, but like I don't want it to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Zelda? I think it was Zelda. The girl, when they opened the door and there was this girl like on her knees or something. I don't, I don't know that dress. I saw the movie. I you never saw the movie? Zelda? No, 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 no. no I think that was the character's cemetery. name. Oh, but cemetery. But I met the video game. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, you remember th that part? I don't remember it. I haven't seen it in so long. But Traumatizing. I was um, uh, at my parents' house uh, a few months ago. And uh, a moment scared. I hadn't been scared in, in a bit. And uh, I... I went downstairs to get a glass of water. And I used to, when I was a kid, I would go downstairs, but you'd go downstairs and it was easy to go down the stairs because you could look to see where the, there's always a cat somewhere down there and the cats could see the ghouls. So if a cat's fine, I'm fine. And then I would go and get like the water. the flight attendant on a plane. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. Did you hear that or did you figure that out? No, I just figured it out. Yeah. 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 Is a flight attendant okay? I do yeah. that all the time. All the time. All the time. What a funny observation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, when I was filling up a glass of water and I wasn't even thinking about it going down the steps, but when I was going upstairs, I didn't see a cat and I just, oh, fuck. you know, I'm 23. I'm, I'm like an adult <laughs> and I just ran. I got really good at running, keeping this hands, my hands straight without spilling the water, <laughs> but that unlocked and like, it's been a few months. I've been like three, four times. I just get scared at night sometimes. Yeah. Though. Well, you spook yourself. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time from my car to my door. Oh, forget it. When you're home? Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. Is it ghoul spooks or is it like somebody's going to real spooks? Yeah. Probably like murder. Probably like real pe real people murdering. Right. Which you is know? in your theme song. I'm not scared of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not scared yeah. of like ghosts or ghouls. Bragging. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, I am. I am bragging. Just spiders and pets. <laughs> I'm not scared of spiders. I was wondering though, why are I have kids? the biggest spider right now. Would If you saw it, would you freak out? You what do you mean? Why'd you scared? point? What do you mean? It's outside. Yeah, um, it's it's, <laughs> it's a yeah. thing. Yeah, but I also I uh, I don't kill them. <laughs> no, uh -uh. I don't ever kill spiders. Well, you're not scared of them. That's true. But you're they say you're supposed to kill black widows. Oh, dude! Sometimes I'll put it in a cup and I'll be yelling. <laughs> just you know, you get a piece of cardboard to yeah, cover yeah. the cup, and then you take it outside. Oh, yeah. That's nice of you. Yeah, and you're scared. I'm really scared. That's a brave but that's thing. a different kind of scared. That's a real fear. Okay, what's a fake fear? Ghouls. Well, maybe. It's, it, 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 I think it's a different place in my brain. Okay. Ghouls like monsters? 
Ghouls is anything that like is there that I can't see. Oh, like so, so like oh. supernatural type like spirit shit. shit. No, no, no. no uh, okay. Um, right <laughs> now, what happened when you said spider? Yeah. Like, like Rick, you're fine. Yeah. There's no threat in front of me. Right. But just even thinking about it. Yeah. Gives you the will. Gives you the. Yeah, yeah. So that. Okay. So knowing that like, like I get a bed frame that is closed. Right. So I don't have to think about when I'm stand like sitting on my bed oh. that something's going to grab me or. Closed, a closed, like you know, you like, like yeah, on like, the floor, like you've seen it's taken. not lifted. Yes, got yeah. it. You can't. Nobody could go under the bed. Interesting. And no if they, one can go under my bed. Now that I think about it, is that Thank a challenge? That. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm actually that you. They're yours. You can. I asked my son to get what he wanted water last night as he was going to sleep, and he's like, "You need to get it for me. I'm too scared." I'm like, "What are you scared of?" And he's like, "Monsters." I'm like. There's no such thing as monsters. I'm going to turn the hall light on. You go. And you just hear him. Dart. Like he runs so fast and runs back at the speed of With light. no water left in the glass. No, he has yeah, water. He's running into walls. Yeah. But I was thinking about it and I'm like, why are kids so scared? Like what is Because of what they watch. No, but I don't think so. I could break this down for please you. Please Yeah, do. please do. Okay. Um. You uh, you actually, you guys were talking, there was an episode, I think it was Ellie Kemper, I, I was listening, mm. uh, about how kids don't, she was saying how kids have no control. Mm. And like, that's why they throw tantrums and stuff. Fear and things you're afraid of oftentimes is something that you have accepted, or not accepted, you, you believe that you can't control it. A monster is going to be able to take me and, you know. Do things to me. Eat you. Mm -hmm. Eat me. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know what kind of, what I'm allowed to talk about, but. You're allowed to say anything. But some men's monsters do like really bad things. Yeah. Um, some human monsters. That you've monsters. experienced? Uh, no, I've heard, but like my uh, people close to my life have experienced. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's uh, like, you feel like you can't do anything about it. And like, how do I kill this monster? Mm -hmm. You know, like you have to go for the eyes. What do you do? So my advice would be, um, instead of denying the reality of monsters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is to say, you know, you could say, I don't, I don't think maybe, you know, who knows or months, but like, I do know this, like, I know how to kill a monster. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Like, Hey, I'm going to hip you to something. I'm going to, I'm going to help you because mm -hmm. I know how to kill a monster. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's like punching a shark in the nose. I don't know if that works, but right. it right. helps but you. It helps sharks mentally. You're like, yeah. I know what to do. Yeah. Cause I don't say ghosts aren't real. Cause I don't know if I believe that. So instead I'm like, I've been looking for ghosts my whole life. If you find one, please come get me because I would love to see it. Wait, you, 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 you think ghosts might be real, but you don't believe in monsters, even in this business in LA. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> But what would you say, like, if you're like, and they ask you? Well, you find out what they're, what, what are they picturing? Oh. What monster are you thinking of? Yeah. And then I'll tell you. Yeah. What, what type of monster do? do you think? He I mean, he draws them. He draws some pretty outlandish monsters with like multiple eyeballs and weak, horns. Multiple weak spots. Multiple mm. weak spots. Mm -hmm. Look how you're spinning this. Yeah. Mm. This is fucking correct. And you don't have kids. Well, I don't think. <laughs> have you done so. 23 and me <clears throat> yeah i just talked about this on a podcast recently um and I looked up it recently because this was years ago i did it and a first cousin like oh my gosh we have so many people in common that first cousin i want to make a connection uh her dad was your dad's writing partner 
What? Paul DeMeo. Paul, wait yeah. a minute. Are you talking to Miranda or Annabella? Miranda. Wait, are you guys actually related? Miranda's mom is my dad's sister. Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. What? Wait. You, I don't get to say this much in small world. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, that's so, that's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, yeah, obviously I know them all extremely yeah. well. I've um, heard of, and, and I've known, I've known of you for years. That's um, so weird. That, yeah. Why didn't you tell me that in the beginning? I knew it was going to come up. Okay. Uh, and That's then we fair. start, you were like, what a you're perfect. like, guess my weight, you <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I want to, like, I talk about my uncle at the moment who, you know, yeah. we miss and love very much. Uh, but like, you know. Wait, I'm dying. <laughs> Wait, do you know my weight. dad? Uh-huh. You do? Yeah. Not very last well. last name is Lauren's last name. Yeah. This is all making um, sense. I have actually uh, had your dad on my podcast years ago. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. And did Miranda or Annabelle, I think Miranda and someone wrote like a treatment and a thing. Yeah, I know that they were writing something. I don't know where it stands at the moment. Um, they sent it to me. I feel like I read it. It was a while ago though. Well, let's read it. Let's do it. Let's yeah, break it let's, out. Let's, have a let's do it right now. Reading. Um, just do a whole bunch of characters. Wait, that's so, <laughs> let's do a live this reading. It's like crazy. We are supported by Spider Grip. Ho, ho, hold your phone and never drop it again with Spider Grip, the phone grip that won't slip. Looking for that perfect gift to buy this holiday season? Well, look no further. It's time to grip the freedom. Spider Grip rotates 360 degrees, props up as a stand, and even lays flat, locked in place. Just ask the big man in red. There's no reason to drop your phone in that green bean casserole. You need a phone grip that's made in the USA by the elves at the North Pole. You'll be pleasantly surprised with just how comfortable it is. Spider Grip's also functional and durable, and it's great for adults and for kids. Just head on over to spidergrip.com and share a little love. When it comes to phone grip, Santa will tell you that Spider Grip is number one. That's spidergrip.com, S P I I D E R G R I I P.com. Two eyes in spider and two eyes in grip. Use code IDEAS at checkout and get 30% off and free shipping. Happy holidays from Spider Grip. Rod Ideas is supported by Blissey. So I have been sleeping on my Blissey pillowcase. And let me tell you, I didn't know a pillowcase could make such a difference in my sleep and in my hair. It's time to upgrade your sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% Mulberry Silk pillowcases. The holidays are just around the corner. And if you're looking for the best gift you can give, look no further than a Blissey Silk pillowcase. Silk is honestly the most luxurious gift to give your friends or family. These are the perfect gift for any occasion. Plus, it comes in gift-ready packaging. They'll be sure to love. Give yourself the gift of Blissey today, and you will want one for every room of the house. My daughter and I can no longer sleep without our Blissey silk pillowcases. That's how much we love them. Blissey silk pillowcases are the best silk pillowcases on the market. They have a ton of different prints and colors, and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. Men love them too. They have over 1.5 million raving fans, and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash Rachel and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash Rachel and use code Rachel to get an additional 30% off. Give yourself the gift of a good night's sleep with Blissy. The first pitch I ever did, and I haven't done many, but like it was, I say that because it's like, I have no experience with this. It was let's say 10 years ago, I was 13 
and it went to Comedy Central. And I wrote with a friend of mine this script, and we, and I had really great energy. And I was going in, and like I, we're doing this thing, and then there was uh, just a moment of nobody talking, <laughs> and I uh, I hadn't really had enough experience of, of of a downbeat, I guess, and I just went into complete. I got cold, and I didn't know what to say. So I said, "Why don't we just read it?" And nobody said no. <laughs> Dude, it was, and, oh and like, God. and you know, it's, it was like probably, I don't know, 28 pages or something. <laughs> and re, and then I was like doing bits. I was doing bits of like, no, this character would do this in this voice. And like trying to like, 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 ha- like be fun oh during it. Oh my God. And they were all doing it. And, <laughs> and I didn't think much of it in the moment other than like, oh, I was embarrassed and I did something that was kind of odd. And then. I don't know, eight years later or something, somebody <laughs> told me, oh, I ran into Ian such and such and blah, blah, blah. And they were talking about the craziest pitch they ever had and they brought you up. And I was like, oh, I forgot about that. And, and he said, I made, he made us read the script in the room. <laughs> and that just, I forgot, that just made me think of it. Just nervous. Can we read my that's script fair. now? Let's, let's read it. Oh my that's God, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. That one hit. That one hit. That, that like, one hit you hard. You can totally feel that in that room. Oh my God. Oh, I had a good good. pitch once. This was, this was a good pitch. We went, my business partner and I at the time went to Untitled Entertainment. We went to see a friend that worked there that was an assistant. Okay. Uh Just go visit our friend who's an assistant. And we had a deck of something we had wanted to pitch. Perfect. We wanted her to read it. She's an assistant. We thought maybe you could help us one day. It's your end. We go to the front and we say, oh, we're here for so-and-so. And they're like, okay, well, we had a power outage. So I have to walk back and get them. And we're like, okay. So everything was like chaotic and weird. So instead of her walking out to get us, it's her boss. Okay. And he's like, come on in. He doesn't know who the fuck we are. And we looked at each other and we're like, Let's fucking go. And so we just pitched him. And he's sitting there the whole time being like, who Who the fuck fuck are these people? And then he walked us in and partnered us with someone. He was like, I'm going to take you to so-and-so. I think this is a great idea. And that's how Breaking Bad was made. And (laughs) and that's how Breaking Bad was made. Yeah, but that was a fun pitch. Yeah, this it's it's, hilarious. I was waiting tables and Kevin James was... uh, was, uh, uh, eating at the restaurant, and I remember, I, w- I remember, I wanted to as a joke. Uh, I had a script with me, uh, <laughs> and I wanted as a joke to pretend it was mine and say, "Hey, would you read this?" And uh, I chickened out, and I've thought about it many times since. I'm like, I could have got a good laugh out of him. So you didn't do it. No, you're still thinking you about it. Would I do it now? Yeah. If Kevin, if I was waiting tables and no, I had a just like doing it now and getting it to Kevin James, the same script. No. I- <laughs> No, it wasn't my script. Oh, it was. No, no, I'm saying like oh, I was just reading a laugh. script. Like I'm oh, reading. Yeah, laughing. I was just making okay. a joke. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. hey, would you read? Like, yeah, would you read my script? Um, but if I ever had him on a podcast, I would maybe bring that up. You absolutely have to. Yeah, bring that up. What restaurant was it? I was wondering the same yeah, thing. I needed a visual. You could talk me into telling you, but I want to tell you my initial thought. For some reason, <laughs> I felt like I shouldn't say. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, it's called Larson's Steakhouse in Encino. Oh my God. Yeah. Great. I've eaten there. Yeah. Yeah. We're Very good. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. There's one in one. Why did you not want to say? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm very, there are some things, I make up my own rules. I fly by the seat of my own pants. 
<laughs> and sometimes something feels like I shouldn't reveal it. And I don't necessarily know why, but I don't do it until I check in. Um, That's cool. My cousin, a different cousin. You take breaks. Take breaks in yeah. life as well. Yeah. Uh, my cousin, um, a different cousin sent me her wedding invitation. Yeah. And I gave her my P.O. Box address. Okay. Because I, I didn't know if she was putting addresses into some thing. And you're like, I don't want a mass amount of people having my address? I just felt uncomfortable giving. Is this, if 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 this was her. Wait, you have a P.O. box? I got a P.O. box. Listen, I'm not very famous. And, um, uh, but there's something that like, even before I had uh, a, a podcast, yeah. <laughs> you know, as if I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a king. Um, I just had uh, a fair amount of friends that, that like would be stopped. And it always, I thought it was cool that people wanted to meet them. And I thought it was nice that they were celebrated, but it was a big turnoff for me. It was always very like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and then like, like oh, putting people touching you and just like knowing things about you. Um, I feel this way about having a podcast. I know you, I've heard you guys talk about this before, about like, you don't think you're, you're just talking in a room and then people know things and they deduce things about you. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I don't want people knowing things about me. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. And one of the first things was, uh, let me not, uh, doctor's offices. I don't want to give them my address because it's on file with my name somewhere and who knows who has access to it. Mm. It's a, a, definitely a paranoid thing. I shred everything. You shred everything? I shred everything. I shred things that, that are direct mail pieces that don't say my name. It says resident. Because if I put it in the garbage, what if they're going to find the thing I blew my nose in and, and clone me? I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Do you have OCD? Thank you for asking, but yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's interesting to me. Because yeah. I, mean, I feel like I can go there in my brain and then you keep going and going. But like I, I think I stop you myself. You don't give out your address? I'm not talking about my address. I'm talking about like the mm. mental pattern of like, Going down the line of like what could happen mm-hmm. X Y Z. You um, do you have ex- experience with weird shit too? Because I have to imagine you have uh, experienced some weird shit I've like had that. Some weird shit. Do we not want to <laughs> uh, open the door? I won't say specifically about like one weird thing, but like definitely weird things. Like I got sent a Nintendo Switch randomly. I mean, as yeah, a I wouldn't present. put that at the top of the list of something bad. I didn't say bad. People have gotcha. her face tattooed on their body. Yeah, that's wild. If that wild. gives you any indication <clears throat> of the kind of things. I haven't met those people. You no, I Vicks? know you haven't. But I'm just saying like, that's just a tip of the iceberg. Like, A friend of mine has multiple tattoos of Jaden Smith on him um, from, a, from a prank. <laughs> like one of them on the side, no joke, it's this that's big. That's amazing. It's wild. So I'm just saying, and he's a great guy. But that's right. I'm right. not so saying it could it's be a, a bad person. They're but all like, pranks. There's like been they lost some a bet and they had to get my mm-hmm. face tattooed. Definitely. Is. That's, what I'm, not that's what it is. I'm sure they wanted to get your face. No, 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 no. You, never know. No, you never know. I think that's absolutely what happened. When you see that, does that flatter you or weird you out? Um, it doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it weirds me. Um, it's it's interesting. Did you like the picture? It's been a while since I've seen it. There's multiple. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wild. That's a wild thing, right? I just don't know, like the commitment people have to like that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know in forty or whatever that that's what you have on your body is still gonna yeah. just cover it, I guess. <clears throat> Turn uh, it into something else. 
Yeah, you could always tattoo over it with something else. Yeah. A different picture of you. It's probably a different picture of me. <laughs> Sometimes uh, with, with stand-up, they make flyers and they, they Google search you and they take a picture. Are you guys okay with burping? Perfect. Love it. We love me, it. Sorry. We're okay yeah. with all things. No, we're good. Um, and uh, there are some, I feel like everybody has, uh, there's some pictures online where they go like, that's not my favorite picture. Mm-hmm. But that tends to be used a lot in the mm-hmm. flyers. Like, I don't like that picture, but you know, you pick and choose. Where you'd be like, hey, can we take that picture down? I don't, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but if somebody Googled me and decided to get a tattoo of me where it's something and just- it's that- and it's one of those bad pictures. And I saw that I would probably be like, I would like, could you like. <laughs> can we do a redo? Could you yeah. So if you're yeah. going to tattoo me, you. ask me. I'll to, sit for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we redo this? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had any weird stuff happen to you or is it all just precautionary? I don't know. I don't like, I, I'm interested in your stories. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, that means he's you checking know. in. He's checking in. You check in. He's checking check in. in on it, and yeah. you let us know if it's um, something you want to share. Well, let's pause. Let me take a look in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Also, weird is like uh, some things. You do, some things you. That's weird. Whether it is or not, you know, like if I got a Nintendo Switch sent to me to my PO box, yeah. and a person had messaged me, "Hey, dude, I heard you talking about this, and I want to send it." I would be like, "Oh, that's so nice." Yeah. If I didn't get the message. Or if I just got a message when someone's saying, I'm sending a Nintendo Switch and like their their <laughs> avatar was just an egg. And then I would be like, what the fuck is this? <clears throat> and I'd be convinced that like, this, this has been modified in some way where there's a microphone oh, in the Nintendo Switch oh, to where now I don't even want to re-gift it to somebody because that's not fair. So what do I do with it? And it right. feels so wasteful. And uh, yeah, I would keep it outside <laughs> keep it outside you know because like i can't yeah. throw it away <laughs> i mean it's just but that's a- actually smart like that would have Thank never you. crossed my mind no i'd be like oh a nintendo Switch. me too i wouldn't it never would have crossed. like yeah. of course why would they not put a camera in there yeah that's my advice everybody listen see don't you trust people and shred all your mail fears. mike Wait, what? you're like you're helping us i'm like you're giving me newfound fears but oh no those I are the two sides those are the same things hmm. but it's a Hey, fucking exhausting. Mm. Yeah. My grandma has so many superstitious things. Hmm. Um, never put a hat on a bed. You've heard that yes, one? Yes, of course. course. We're very in tune with superstitions. So so when she tells, when I hear them, I sometimes adopt them. So like, don't tell me these things. Right. 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 Because if you don't know, then you don't right. have to worry about it. So that was kind of my point of like, oh, you're unlocking these things. And you're, it seems like you could take this. You're like, yeah. fuck, she can take this. fuck you to your son. You know, goblins aren't real. <laughs> you know, none of this stuff. Like that's a very, that's a great place to be. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, my mom has programmed me to like not, with the superstitious stuff too. She'd just be like, just don't buy into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you put your purse on the ground? Yeah. Oh, you do? She she tells me not to put my purse on the ground, but that's not superstition. That's just... That's, yeah. Well, it says that's where your money's going to go. I never heard that before. Thank you. That's why you don't put your See? purse on the ground. See? Oh. Now I'm hearing all these things and now I you take them on. You'll put it... You, I'll you, still put it on the ground. Well, yeah. So when somebody comes over my place, um, uh, uh, if it's a woman typically, uh, <laughs> and she has a purse or a bag, uh, I, want, I ask if it's a floor bag or not. Uh, oh. Not for superstitious reasons, but like... If it's a floor bag, then you could put it on the floor. Like, because then they'll take a floor bag and they'll put it on the couch. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's oh, a, that that's makes a floor bag. Awkward. 
It's a floor bag. It's been on the floor. Do women right. come in and say, this is a couch bag? Um, I find, find, uh, found that, that they, they don't can think about floor bags or not. Most don't. No. So they will go like this. Like, I mean, if I ask if you, is this a floor bag? They'll, a lot of times we'll go, no, because they don't know what that means. I'll say, I'm saying, do you put this on the floor? They go, yeah. I go, all right, well, can we, can we just keep it on the floor? You want it on the floor. Instead of the, the germs and the dirt. Yeah. That's not a superstition thing as much as just like. Yeah. Yucky. Yeah. So I get not putting a purse on the floor. Are people even listening to this anymore? That's why I feel like I'm, <laughs> coming, in, I'm coming in with my best stuff. Oh my. No, this is actually. This is the shit they love. We talk about. I love it. I'm yeah. like, I've never heard. At, no one in my life has ever been like, I is put, that a floor bag? I put my purse on the floor the other day for two minutes outside in the hallway. And I, I knew it was there. And I was like, I can't fucking do it. And I had to excuse myself and go move it and put it up. So money's good right now then. Yeah, I love I love it being high. Yeah, you know I would, didn't want to. Fuck I never with that. knew that that was the meaning though. But a floor bag would be like shoes, a duffel bag. Do people something have, do you, like sleepover bags? Yeah, those aren't purses, so the wallet's not in them. They can go on the floor. Anything that's been on the floor stays on the floor. Oh, or I um, uh, so I have a, my podcast is called Take Your Shoes Off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, I bet everyone has to take their shoes. Yeah, which is uh, kind of like a gateway a gateway rule. Mm-hmm. People get take your shoes off. Sure. And while I'm explaining the rules, let me tell you a couple other things. Yeah. I have like a blanket down mm-hmm. on the couch uh-huh. uh, and a tray. Like keep stuff on. It's um, outdoor stuff. Anything that's been uh. on the floor outdoor, I get, I'm weirded out with in my mm-hmm. place. Yeah, so like traveling bags, that's all been airports yeah I, 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 I wipe i wipe the the wheels down whenever i like I how did te- you do at the yeah. pandemic brutal it was rough <clears throat> yeah it was uh yeah i had really bad ocd as a kid like the type of ocd where it's not just like turning your cup like yeah like what do you, can you i mean it would it? take it would take me i remember uh it Putting clothes on was always very tough because I had to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember uh, my my mom would always wake me up. Um, and once I woke up before my mom woke me up, uh, and I had like 15 minutes before I knew my mom was going to wake me up. So I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to get dressed because hmm. uh, it takes me so long. And then when she says time to get up, I'll be like, take the covers off. Look <laughs> at this, ma. Mm-hmm. And it took me the whole time just to get my socks on. And I remember and then my mom was coming and I hid in bed. She goes, time to get up. And I still like, like, look. And I showed her that I had my socks on. And my mom didn't know that it took me this long to do this stuff. I hadn't right. told her. I just thought it takes a long time to put socks. That was when I first realized. And and she goes, what? And I go, I got my socks on. And I confessed to her how long it took. And that was the first time I realized, oh, it doesn't take people that long. I would just. You remember that moment. Uh, it? Yeah. I remember when I found out that not everybody does that how stuff. How old were you? Um, I don't know. But like around fifth grade, probably. Okay. Um, oh, so that was a little bit older. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it wasn't always like it manifests in different yeah. things. Yeah. And then like that, the socks thing was a couple years. Mm. Um, I used to do a lot of uh, twitches and have to touch stuff and do stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember one was uh, I, would, I would have to hop all the time. Um, and I, uh, people would like call me out for it. So I found a trick and I told my grandma and I said, uh, I found a good way of hopping. Uh, and she didn't even know that I hopped. <laughs> and uh, and I said, uh, whenever I need to, uh, I just could get out of a conversation. And I was, I'll see you later. And you hop your way out. 
And she said, I want to hop my way out. She said, why hop at all? And I was like, that's another one. Oh, so all of these things. So does it translate? Because this is very, like, I just want to talk, if you're okay to talk about it. But like, does it translate into like germ stuff? Like, if you're hooking up with someone, like, are Mm. you OCD about kissing or, you know, Mm -hmm. being physical with someone? Like, how does it translate into that? Good question. question. Thank you. Um, so yes to germs, but it's not as logical as germs. Uh, mm. During the COVID, I could talk about how that translated in a second. But like hooking up with somebody, no. I mean, like, you know, I mean, other than being safe, like the classic way, like yeah. make sure she doesn't have any weapons when you're fucking her. <laughs> but like- That's n- so classic. <laughs> Rod Ideas is supported by Kudo Popcorn. Are you looking for a snack that's not only delicious, but also packed with protein to power your day? Look no further than Kudo Popcorn. Kudo Popcorn's revolutionary cooking method allows each bag of popcorn to have 10 grams of whey protein isolate in every bag while still tasting absolutely delicious. Yes, you heard that right. 10 grams of protein in every bag is equivalent to two eggs. For the moms out there, imagine having a delicious snack you can share with your kids guilt-free. Kudo Protein Popcorn is perfect to keep around when you or your little ones need a protein boost in your day. They also have snack-sized, one-ounce bags packed with five grams of protein for the moms on the go. My daughter loves popcorn, and now I can give her popcorn packed with protein, and that just feels so good. You'll be amazed how Kudo Popcorn has somehow made your favorite healthy snack even tastier and healthier. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 25% off discount when they use the code IDEAS at kudosnacks.com. That's 25% off with code IDEAS at kudosnacks.com. Treat yourself to a snack that understands your lifestyle and join the kudo movement. Broad Ideas is supported by Lumi. Let's face it, the holidays are stressful. Under our reindeer sweaters, we're stress sweating about gifts, cooking, and whatever that one opinionated uncle is about to say next. Luckily, no matter how stressful it gets, we can all still smell incredible with Lumi. Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and beyond. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. This holiday season, cross BO off your list of things to worry about. Lumi has you covered. I love how Lumi smells and I love you can use it anywhere, anytime. I personally use it on my pits, but would not be afraid to try it anywhere else. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. Use code IDEAS at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. You know, uh, there has been a time I remember where, and I, I, and like, I'm actually catching myself now for multiple reasons. One, I don't know you. Two, I'm in a loving relationship. And a part of me feels like, I've told this on a podcast once before, but something about it feels dirty to me. No okay. pun intended. But there was a moment where a girl came over and uh, we were going to do some things. 
whatever. She put her purse on, on the bed mm. and I- And you were done. Uh, I thought I was done. We, we took a break. <laughs> he likes but, breaks. But like this, like this other dirtier stuff than the bag. But like I have subscribed to the bag is yeah. not okay. Like you have right. these rules mm-hmm. that like, it's not germs because there's other things dirtier. Right. Um, but like hats, bags, they're not allowed on the bed. Mm-hmm. So it's just these things. So, so when I was a kid, there was tons of them that I have since gotten better at. Um, and then, uh, uh, like, how do I, you get better at? Like, is it some, like immersion therapy okay. mostly? Um, oh, wow. uh, uh, I'm allowed to be scared of a spider, but don't stop that from putting it in the cup and taking it outside. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, people still, this isn't just related to OCD, but people like talk about like stand up, and I get nervous all the time still. I've been doing it for 14 or so years. People talk about being scared about stuff, and they'll be like, you don't, don't be scared or don't be nervous. And like, I don't connect to that. Right. Um, I am scared. I am nervous, but don't let that like control. Don't let that stop me from doing the thing. Yep. Um, and once you kind of accept that I'm supposed to be nervous, it's easier. I could be nervous and at least I'm present as a nervous person as opposed right. to pretending I'm not. Um, so like I'm allowed to be touching this stuff. I'm allowed to be doing this stuff. I gave myself that right as opposed to things I had been told, which is just stop, just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you're able to, try, sometimes don't. Or touch it less. Mm. Um, let the socks be uncomfortable. Uh, eat without washing your hands. I, one of the things I would do is, um, I, I understand why you should wash your hands, but it was getting to a point where it was ridiculous. So I went to, I was at a restaurant and I'm like, I'm not going to wash my hands. So I would eat the food and then I, I would not eat the part that I touched. So I would eat down to where right. I, but like, it just made things easier. Yeah, steps. So, uh <clears throat> For years, I was like having a conversation with myself. Rick, it's fine. Everything is fine. You don't have to do this. And then COVID happened. And then like the CDC and everyone was saying, no, you were right, Rick. You're not supposed to do this. And I got so confused. And like, who do I listen to? Do I listen to kid Rick or adult Rick? Um, And I just regressed to everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just, and I was taking on all the things that they were suggesting. I was getting my food, my groceries delivered. And I was washing everything. I was in soap and water. I'm washing bags of chips. Right. You too? Oh yeah, oh, massively. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would let them sit outside for three days, then wash them down before I even yeah. brought them in the house. Um, Next level. It's. It was. Uh, it was really taxing. And then there were, I was having panic attacks, and then I would have panic attacks when I had my frozen food come. So I'd be crying, washing my popsicles, and like, but that that you know, like I didn't leave for maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm, it wasn't yeah. just that month of thing, and. Uh, I did my podcast when your dad came on. He did it. It was during this time. It was, I literally, I'm inside. All my guests are outside on a balcony, windows closed, wires going around. You can't hear anybody without headphones. Right. Um, I had guests that I I told beforehand, but like, you can't use my bathroom. And I'm on, they had to climb up and down a balcony. And like, I had a, a, Sosie Bacon was on. I don't know if you know who that is, but yeah, I feel like yeah, that's that the yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. And she had a pee and she climbed down the balcony <laughs> and peed. And like, you make a joke out of it. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. The, uh, it's not logical. I wasn't even thinking you're going to give me COVID. It wasn't COVID. It was just like, this is a new rule. Right. And you have to listen to your rules. Mm, that I've never articulated it that way before. Yeah. Interesting. It's, 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 yeah. Almost, it's like, yeah, it's, I guess it's like a religion in a way. Mm-hmm. Like these are the commandments that you just blindly follow. Yeah, and that's exactly the way it's described is 
it's these rules and it doesn't have to make sense anymore. It's that it was established and mm-hmm. you have to abide by it, right? Yeah. And for for 20 years, uh, I was, uh, you know, I understand that the, the, my age bit's broken, but I was like, <laughs> I was like policing those rules and like breaking them down and why they're not true. And, and then like that, it turned out like, nope, this is like, you don't believe in ghosts and everything and you're good. And then all of a sudden you see a ghost or a monster or something. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Right. This was all fucking real. Right. Right. And, and still I've gotten so much better, but I'm, it's worse than it. Pre my OCD is still significantly worse than it was before COVID came. And like, I still have to like, like what I did before uh, with, um, what was it? We were talking about the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same spot in my brain where I'd be like, wait, is this okay? Right. And like, I'm doing that a lot now. Mm. Um, and it's exhausting. How does that show up in relationship? It's tough. Um, uh, I believe it's tough for my girlfriend as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you been with her? Like, did you go through the pandemic with her? Or? So I dated a girl, uh, uh, somebody else uh, for two or two plus years. Um, she lived in London. Uh, and I was there and then I flew home the beginning of March and she was coming the next week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, lockdown happened during that time. So like there was six months or so without. Um, so I was living alone. Um, and I think we had only been dating for a few months at that point. Uh, I think having six months of her not having to live with me, but hmm. being a support system uh, helped her a better understand without it affecting her life. Um, Which is kind of an interesting way to ease in. My current girlfriend, we've been together since officially February and she's very, uh, um, uh, I guess, understanding of it. Um, But like, I don't know. I just like, there are, I'm 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 trying to censor, like giving examples. So nothing bad. Yeah, yeah. Nothing bad. I'm just like, just uh, it's, there's a moment here where it's like, oh, no, how much of my personal life do I want to get into? But right. like, I know that like I I, uh, I challenge her in ways that um, I appreciate her willingness to be ch- to to right. take that on. Um, do you live together? No. Okay. No, long distance. Oh. Uh, so when we are together. Like from the beginning before, like a long distance relationship is you guys are either literally living together or you're not together at all. So there is no grace period of like, right. I'll come over for a few hours. Right, right, not, right. If you need your space or yeah. I need my space. Um, so you kind of force in the situation where like, so she comes over and it's, we get it now. We're kind of in a pocket, but like, uh, when things were new, she would still like be staying at my place. And I have, uh, these are now my pants and my shirt. These are outdoor pants and shirts, but they're not necessarily needing to be washed every time. Mm-hmm. But when I get home, I need to take these off right. and I keep them with my outdoor stuff. Um, which means if I'm going to go, go get a coffee um, and sit down, like I'll have to think like, if I sit down now, these shorts are outdoor shorts. She doesn't think about that, but now I have I have to. Let now her you're know like, that. those are your out. You're like, but babe, those, those are, are your outdoor, outdoor. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and I try my best to not 
not saying what you said was condescending, but almost in a way like it, those are outdoor shorts now. It's like, okay, like it's, it's, it's manipulative. Eh, it's controlling. Mm. It's, I'm, I'm telling her, I'm not asking her how to help me be safe. I'm telling her what I need. Mm-hmm. And right. that's appropriate and necessary in a relationship. But, you know, pick your needs because right. she should not be and cannot be responsible for meeting all of them. Right. But at the same time, I cannot have you staying in my home without these things. Um, so does she meet you? She does. And I also, I have found ways of making it more palatable. Okay. For example, I I have made chairs in my place, outdoor chairs. Got it. Inside. So that's, that's you sweet. meeting in the middle. That's meeting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, I, I would say that that she has to meet me. She's, she's. She meets go, you more than you meet she, her. She's meeting me a little more yeah. in my home. Right. That only in sense. my home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like she comes over, like if she has a flight in and she gets in at midnight, um, there has been a time where she didn't shower and then I just washed my bed the next day and that's fine too. But like, she's going to shower. We take off our, you know, like, I mean, like, you you come in from the plane. The plane to me, yeah, you, go, you, you walk yeah. in. Yeah, let's yeah. take off your clothes. Yeah. Nice to meet you, by the way. Take off your clothes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And like, uh, so yeah. I, I, and there are other other things. Sometimes if we're at restaurants and things are facing a certain way, right. um, most of the time I don't say anything, but sometimes I I have to. And then you, I don't have to find moments where like, where's her safe space? She has her things. Am I, am, am I encroaching? Um, and then I try and use language like, hey, I'm feeling a little anxious today. There's some things that could maybe help. Or is this something that you're mm. open to? And um, I think that's the right thing. But then I don't know if I'm putting her on the spot. And um, I've just noticed in this relationship in particular, I become more aware of how much are my things bleeding into mm-hmm. hers. And... Uh, it has been making me try and do it less, mm-hmm. but then I'm swallowing more and I'm in my head more with it. And right. it's, it's just an, an unusual obstacle in a relationship where it's like some people, it's about like what religion are we going to raise the kids and, you know, what, yeah. where would you like to live? And mine is like, what kind of pants are we going to be wearing today? And it's just, it's, it's that's probably just, a bit exhausting. But that's you, that's you, right? That's your truth. That's your it's life. It's me as that's- a 2020 and it's me as a kid. Right, but it's, it's you. Yeah, but it's you, and it, and she knows. And yeah. she's aware, and you you're very openly communicative about it. Uh, arguably too much, but yeah. Right. Well, but she's opting in, right? Yeah. So, I I just don't like it. Um, I'm so not, you you I don't want to say struggle, but like you have conflicts within yourself about the things. I'm asking. I'm not. Yeah. No. I understand. I'm just feeling. Uh, I'm just getting it. Like you know, having some feels about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it's too much, we don't have. No. To- no. It's 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 nice. Uh, there were things that I came into some awareness about about myself six or seven years ago that I didn't like and I didn't know. I didn't realize how I was making people feel and mm. some of the choices and the risks I was taking comedically. Um, wasn't just gambling on a joke, but making people uncomfortable. And like, it gave me this taste of like, oh, like, I don't know if I go back and apologize. It was nothing like grotesque, but yeah. just like, oh. And and it was, um, I don't know if shame is the right word, but it's definitely in that family. Like it was like, uh, I, I, this needs to change. Mm-hmm. And I made real, 
real conscious effort to do it, asking lots of questions, lots of therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a a period in my life where I was saying sorry a lot, which I didn't need to be saying um, preemptively. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, by the way, if I'm clearing my throat too much, like I can acknowledge it in a way I was just giving you an example. Right. Like I can yeah. acknowledge it away. But I like, was like, wait, you're not. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it, but where I'm like, <clears throat> and I, I, I'm not going to get you. I was just making like yeah. needing yeah. to validate yeah, yeah. and check in because I realized that people, oftentimes people don't know how they really feel, let alone feel comfortable enough to tell you how they feel. Mm, They're sure. just going to be like, yeah, things are good. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Don't worry about it. Right. Um, and then I got to a point where I was, uh, not only was I uh, uh, accepting of my quirks and the things I was, I really loved who I am and I'm, you know, and. I, I have a better idea of where the line is not to cross. And and I, I was really proud of myself. Um, and then s- something happened where it then brought me back again to like, this one I can't fix. Um, like I could not make as many jokes. I could, I could check in with how people feel. I could recognize that when people squint, maybe like s- they're feeling something that they're not expressing verbally. Mm. Um, this one I'm really struggling with. So it's like, I don't like some things about me. Mm-hmm. And I, yes, this is who I am. And she's accepting of it. But like, I'm just like, fucking, I make bits about it. You know, like, yeah. uh, I make jokes about it. And that makes it, I think, easier for me mm-hmm. to feel safe. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just exhausted from like, I don't want to make a joke about this. Just bring, fu- bring clean socks when you come to my house, you know? I have so many socks now to give people. And I have so many bits with the socks. And and then people are just like, some people don't want to wear somebody else's sock. And like, but you have to. Right. And I'm telling you what you have to do. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been able to beat this one. Right. I think it's so amazing though that you're, you talk so openly about all of it. Yeah. Because I know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that can relate. And I know there's a lot of people that don't know how to talk about it yeah right of course also i think the key that you keep hitting on which i think is the most important part and i'm sure you've worked on this for years but the word that you keep saying is safe and there's something that it's like me as a mom like it makes me want to cry for you i'm like i want him to feel safe you know and there's some sort of safety that I've noticed with people with any form of OCD, I had it not as much in behavior, but in obsessive thinking, like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the point of really needing help. And what it came down to is just this deep craving for safety and all of those things that you're doing, you're not doing them to be difficult or to impose what you think is right or wrong. You're doing it because you want to feel safe. And I think that when you communicate that to people, it's a lot easier for them to change their socks. Yeah. You know? And and also, if for you to know that, like, I feel safe. Like, I feel safe if their socks are dirty. Trying it, right? Like, trying also, those kind of I'm safety I'm being defensive, tools. but I want to say it's more so mm-hmm. when people come over with shoes without socks. It's more what I meant. Oh. <laughs> like like this. Yeah. Which is fine in any place but my house. Let me ask you, because this yeah, is Yeah, no, I was going to ask you that. Because I, I had sandals on, so I don't have socks on. Does that make I you feel uncomfortable? No. Bare feet, does no, nothing is wrong or makes me... When I leave my house, 
the OCD is 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 so, real small. Like I've oh. like kind of packaged it. Oh, it's it. just in your home. It's not just in my home, but it's but significantly it's, different. Got it. Like I will play in the dirt. Uh, I say that metaphorically and literally, like that's all great. But then when I go home, everything's being changed. I'm showering, I'm cleaning my glasses. Right. Like there's a lot to do. So I, a lot of times I have difficulty leaving my house because of what that means when I have to right. come back in. Is it worth going to this little thing and then have to do 45 minutes? Um, but yeah, it's, it's really just in my home. Mm. Um, and that's where I podcast and that's where I meet and get to know most people. So people know me where I am like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm well, selling myself What's the name of your that. podcast? Yeah. Right. Oh, how do you feel about this? Because this is something that creeps me out. <laughs> when you're at the airport mm-hmm. and you got to go through security. TSA, pre-check, you don't have to take your shoes off. I don't fucking have it. I know. I, you're a celebrity. I, <laughs> you're a celebrity. You've had people sending you Nintendo Switches. <laughs> yeah, you have tattoos like, of you on your face. On, yeah, I exactly. don't get shit done. I need, I need it. Okay. But all the people in their bare feet and they're walking through, and yeah. it, it grosses me out. Yeah. So what I would do is have uh, have my uh, security socks <laughs> and then change them after. Right. Because once you put those in right. your shoes, now then your shoes are fucked. Right. But I got TSA pre-check um, and that That's was- smart. That was- Part that of was it? What, Well, that was- There's much more conveniences, but the reason I did it was because of that. I didn't want to take my shoes off. Yeah. I can relate. Um, also, when I fly- um, uh, I want to take my shoes off. Uh, I will get a blanket and put it down on the ground. So I'm standing on the blanket. Because oh. otherwise I feel like, well, what happens when I go home mm. and I have my socks on? Right. And as much as that may make sense to some people and may not to other, the, the taxing part of that is how many of those things I kind of just co- realize Constant. constantly. And then when I have, you know, like when I'm traveling with my girlfriend or even when we're just together in the same place, like, Hey, I just came up with another fucking thing we got to do. <laughs> Could we get a phone soap? So when we go home, do you guys know about phone soap? No, what's The thing that? that you put in the box? No, yeah. run Shark Tank. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it works. Someone but got it. What is it? Yeah, I have it. It's this box that you put your phone and, <laughs> and keys or whatever supposedly in. supposedly like blue light, whatever. Yeah, it's ultraviolet light. Like that oh, ultraviolet, yeah. 10 minutes, it gets rid of the germs. All germs. I don't know if it does and it doesn't matter to me because I've decided you do that, you're fine. Right, right. But it's a mental thing too. It's all what's in your head. All of it. Yeah. I do the headrest thing. Like, I don't want to go to the movie theaters because I don't have my head on the back of the chair. So what, I have things. Oh, yeah. So what do you do? Do you not go to movies? I, oh. Well, I don't go to movies. But on an airplane, I have a hood or a scarf. But lately, I'm like, I got to use up a little and I'll have very high, you know, antibacterial wipes. And I do that first. Everywhere. Does this get in your way? No. What I happens if so. you don't use your hood? Do you have to... Sh- I don't have it where I'm totally not okay if, you know, those things don't have. I mean, I'd be pretty grossed out if I didn't have a wipe, at least, on a plane. Do you wipe head. everything? On the plane? Yeah. Always have, even before COVID. So I'd like to make a suggestion to those that might want to adopt this. Yeah. This was a very, very <laughs> big one for me. Um, one of the biggest ones. Um, and it started with, after COVID, after a while, I finally started going back and doing stand-up. But- after masks were already, people weren't caring. I'm still wearing a mask. I, until I got on the stage, I, would have, I had wipes with me. I would wipe the microphone down, which forced me to have my opening bit be about OCD. Mm-hmm. Just to acknowledge what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't want that to be my opening bit. 
And I didn't like that this thing was controlling my act. So as a challenge, I'm like, out loud, I'm saying, Rick, you're fine, buddy. We're going to wash our hands. I've referred that when I talk to me, I say we. Uh, and we're going to wash our hands after. And it's going to suck. And it's going to be fine. But just let's just see what it's like to do your act this way. And I did it. And it was like a level was unlocked. Sometimes you have to keep doing stuff. This was one thing. I did it. And I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I... I wasn't wiping microphones down anymore. Um, and then- uh, And then you got COVID. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I had it before then, uh, incidentally. But um, so I'm going on planes and I'm doing this and I'm wiping everything, mm-hmm. everything, belt buckles, multiple things. And then I did it. And then I was able to get the seat that I wanted. So I had to go to the side and I ran out of, I didn't have enough stuff. So I had to ask people for things and I'm wiping down. And I was like, don't do this anymore. And the next time I said, that same thing, right? Just don't wipe. I didn't wipe anything down. Wow. And uh, I haven't wiped anything down since. One time wow. I didn't wipe anything down and it really like rewired me or whatever the science yeah. is to that. It wasn't even a gradual thing. I just didn't wipe it down and I didn't love it, but you know, whatever. Um, I burned all my clothes. You saw that you were okay. <laughs> but yeah, and I haven't, I, I make, I purposely, like, it's not true. When we're eating, I wipe the tray down. Um, that's it. What tray? You mean at your house? Well, no, I'm sorry, on the, on the plane. in the plane. Oh, on a plane. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, what restaurants are you uh, at? <laughs> no, on a plane. But like, not doing the thing. I can't do that in my house. But out of the house, right. I found that not doing You're something. Adapting. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Man, I know I talk a lot. I know I do. But I'm just becoming pretty self-conscious of like, I'm just fucking talking here. No, what do you mean? What do you mean? We're asking you questions. First of all, we're asking you to talk. (laughs) We're asking you questions. You're here to talk. Yeah. And you're answering them. And this is like, I mean, I'm We could honestly talk about this all day long because we, these are the kind of things we care more about than anything is mental health and helping people feel a little bit less alone Mm -hmm. in anything that they may be going through. So you could have come here and talked about anything else and it wouldn't probably have interested us as much as this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, when I came into some awareness, um, uh, it was uh, mostly about like doing bits and being loud and <clears throat> um, people not know, knowing if I'm joking or serious or not. Um, and I'm kind of checking with myself with like, I'm talking too much. Like, I think talking about this kind of stuff and being reminded about how I don't know how people receive me is kind of like, oh, am I doing too much? And I know people do that. I know, I, I've noticed that women tend to more than men tend to apologize a lot. Yeah, um, for sure. And I like feel like I, I have a kind of, what are you sorry for? It's like, oh, I think I get it. I don't think they're sorry. I think they think that you're supposed, I think you need to, draw attention to what you're assuming somebody might be thinking about you. Mm, Is that fair? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I said, I said to an an now ex, I remember uh, uh, she bumped into somebody, someone bumped into her or whatever. Um, But like, it wasn't her fault. And she said, sorry. And I remember thinking like, are you? I asked. (laughs) And she goes, well, you just, I just want to be polite. I go, and, and uh, I suggested, try saying, excuse me, instead of sorry. It's like, you could acknowledge a thing without necessarily taking on shame or guilt about it. Um, and I'm just now realizing, oh, I have, I, I have that in a different way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you both said yes when I said having to say sorry. And I'm, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you connected to with that. It was, I was just thinking about this. And I don't know. I think I was apologizing for something. And I'm like, why am I always saying sorry? I'm right. not sorry. Right. It's just we use it as for everything. And, 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 and I'm like, I was consciously aware and like, I want to change this. Yes. Yeah. I want to stop apologizing. And it was even like back when I first started, there was another actor, Peter Gallagher, said to me, because like after the watermelon every- guy? The watermelon guy? I was a Gallagher joke. I'm sorry. Never oh, mind. Gallagher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he said, because I would always be like, sorry, sorry, I sorry, sorry. And he'd be like, you never apologize. And I was like, oh. Unless you have something to apologize for. No, I just never Never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, shut but- up for a second. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I th- it's something about feeling the need to take accountability, but it's not your need. It's a projected need that we've either learned or want people to believe. And it's, yeah, it's... Um, it's a perfect example, though, someone bumping into you. And you'd be like, oh, sorry, sorry. And you're like, you didn't... Yeah. Like, you bumped yeah. into me. Like... It's just an interesting thing that you were programmed that way. I saw uh, something that wasn't these words, but like I adopted, uh, I'm just going to paraphrase like what I took from it, where like, sorry is something that I, I, I don't make promises. I have, I will. Typically I don't. Um, I don't say LOL unless I really laughed out loud. Like there's some things where like, sure. they mean something, yeah. you know? Uh, and, uh, Sorry is one of them. And uh, there's things I saw where like, if, if you're not, instead of, this isn't what I saw, but this is what I took out of it. What I, what I, what something I don't like about sorry is when I'm not, it, it forces the other person to be in a position to forgive me where I don't need to be forgiven. Um, it's also a, a bit of a burden for them as opposed to thanking them for something that then they get Instead of saying, uh, 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 sorry, I've been talking so much to say, hey, thank you for giving me the space to talk. That's a right. great shift. Um, right. That one I like a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you did that earlier. You were like, oh, am I talking too much? Da, 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 da. That's where I was like, oh, stop doing that. But, but also stop yeah. talking so much. <laughs> but this is fun. And I don't know you. And the coffee is kicking in. And it's, you know, you you're talk. You're here to no, for it. You're here to talk. Yeah. yeah my mom apologizes to, her, to the couch when she bumps into it. Literally. Is it a joke? No. no. She's so <laughs> apologetic and I've watched her and I've been like, I need to make sure to be more sacred with my apologies. And in our house, we have a rule. You don't say you're sorry unless you're willing to change a behavior or an action. So like, I'm not going to just say I'm sorry a bunch of times and keep doing the same thing. Right. right? And so that's- well, You have like a like you say, I'm sorry and what I'll do better next time type of thing? Yeah. How could I have handled that different? How old are your kids? Seven- He's going to be eight and four. It's oh, more he's eight for my October, husband. Right? October no. 8th? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's October 8th? No, he's um, October, when is his September, September 28th. 28th. Oh, yeah. I, sometimes I get it right and people are impressed. I uh, was like, where did you go? Because <laughs> uh, you said almost. And I'm like, it's, it, instead of just like he's about to be. Anyway, uh, <laughs> at that age, he, he, he knows how to do that. We're trying to model it for him first that we're not just going to do things and say sorry. But that when we have an apology, it's an actual amends, right? Mm-hmm. That that means I'm going to amend the behavior. It's I'm real accountability, different. And we don't. I try really hard not to say I'm sorry, but it's so natural. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Like it's just so ingrained. I think in women, especially, like you were saying, just 
it, it's like a form of being polite, but it's really not. I think it's a form of being submissive more than polite. That's what it is. Yeah. And I like to be submissive. Mm -hmm. You know what? 118 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> Lower. 21. <laughs> Lower. Um, How old are you? 39. You're being serious. Yeah. Yeah. Today. What? Mm -hmm. Today's your birthday? No. Uh, oh. Just, I'm 39 today. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I was like, it's a little birthday bit I have. Uh, no, I'm 39 today. When is your birthday? July. Okay. July what? None of your business. <laughs> See, don't ask what month. <laughs> I got the month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, needing to submit is is uh, is an interesting, uh, interesting, tangible difference that I've noticed between men and women. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like men unwilling to submit. Mm. When it's just like, you don't have to control everything. Right. And women being like, you know, like, whatever you want, baby, you know, mm. where right, they're yeah. supposed to be. And, uh, <laughs> um, but then you start like submitting to things that you shouldn't, uh, or you start being like, or the opposite is putting your foot down and not being willing to apologize or take accountability. Like both ends of those things. Yeah. It's almost, um, in, it's in, in, instinctual. Uh, and that's why you got to take fucking breaks and think about take like fucking breaks. I love that though. I think that's such a big takeaway for me is like taking breaks. But even when you gave the example of a movie or whatever, but if you're just checking in with yourself, mm -hmm. I think, well, I know I could use that a lot because like I definitely sometimes just go without thinking it through properly. It gets me in trouble, but just check in. <laughs> well, um, is this an example you can't say online or, or something? Because <laughs> no. you guys just shared a moment and something. That just because she knows that I say a lot of things. <laughs> Get me in trouble. Um, but it's it's important to check in with yourself. And I think that's such an important message. It's it's one of my superpowers, yeah. I think. But it's also yeah. part of what's so exhausting. I would love to, uh, you know, you develop a shorthand with yourself when you've been in this example, a certain example enough. But like, whenever I feel something like I realized like, oh, it's okay that I'm talking, but like I re I felt something and I just like trying to check in and especially ask other people like, what do you have about this? But checking in whenever I feel anything uncomfortable is like, uh, has really helped me better understand why I, how I'm feeling, not necessarily mm -hmm. why or how, I can't always control it, mm -hmm. but to know why you're feeling certain way. And that's something that I, I want more from the people in my life. And I have these long conversations with people that are close and a lot. That's why I said earlier, but people don't know how they're feeling. Um, if you ask them, they might check in and be like, I'm all right. Or I'm a little anxious, but like, you don't really know. So like, so what are we doing? What, what, are, I mean, like when you have to ask people, how you doing? And they say, good, how are you? Like, I understand it's a pleasantry yeah. and a thing, but like, you don't even know how you are. Um, and I think where, where I'm, I'm not triggered right now, but I think why I'm like, yeah, and here's my stance on this is, <laughs> is like when I found out how some people thought about me mm. and some things that, that I had no fucking idea. And yeah, I'm a, I, I, have, I, keep, I have to keep my side of the street clean and I, I'm accountable for everything I, I, I should be, at least that I'm aware of. But like, if you don't tell me that, that, that I need to have a coaster and I don't have that rule, and then you resent me for not using this coaster because you were just being, I don't want to have to tell you I was being a good host. I mean, this is such a uh, yeah. low stakes example, but like, tell me. Yeah. But like, they don't know. 
I've talked about this on my podcast before, and I always have to say that because it's like I get uncomfortable retelling stories. But like one of the things that kind of brought me into some of this awareness, I guess I would say the inciting incident to it at least, was I was in this basketball game for a while, for years. And the guy whose game it is told me, uh, he sent me an email saying, hey, some of the guys in the game don't want you playing anymore. Um, and uh, you could come back, but just take a couple weeks off, think about it. And he gave some examples. And I was like, I was embarrassed. And, and also like, I'm a great basketball player. What are you talking about? Everyone wants me here. It was so far off from the way I thought. And like, I was embarrassed and, and I felt bad. And, and then when I came out the other end, I still like, I guess I could have not done those things, but I was like, why are they telling him? Right. Why don't you just tell me what bothers you? It, right. I would at least then have the choice to say, okay, let me change or fuck off and I'll be the asshole. People don't tell you how they're feeling right, right. because either they don't know and or they don't want the confrontation. But so many people will build resentment either toward a person, themselves, a situation. And I have in a way not taken on the role, but realized if I want the best out of my relationships, I'm going to have to lead in trying to see how other people feel. And then that's been an interesting thing to navigate where like, am I interrogating my girlfriend? <laughs> or am I just like trying to understand her better? Or am I trying to make her understand her better from a point of view that isn't my choice and maybe she does? And like, that's kind of my, mm -hmm. where I'm at at the moment where I'm not understanding how other people don't check in with themselves. Mm. Do you tell other people how they make you feel? Like in that example, if you were on the basketball team yes. and someone, you would. How would you do that in a way that feels right for you? If socks weirded, if bare feet weirded me out, yeah. I would both recognize that that's my thing, not yours, but this is something I would need. And mm -hmm. I would probably say, I would say something like, if you need to do that, that's fine. If I'm weirded out my feet, would you mind putting on socks? Like I would just ask the thing. Yeah, you're just very just forward with yeah. it all. But do you think that there's something fund fundamentally different? I think it reminds me of my husband because a lot of the things you're explaining remind me of him. And I think that there's a certain part in his filter that he doesn't overtake responsibility for other people. He would be able to say that. Right. Overtake responsibility. What do you mean? Like no people pleasing. No, you yeah, know what I mean? He's not he's a very people pleaser. Forward. He's it, like, if something bothered him, it wouldn't be hard for him to say. Right. right. He would say, you know, that really is making me feel uncomfortable. Would you mind putting it on socks? Yeah. Right. Or he would leave or do whatever yeah. it is. Whereas Rachel and we I would, would never say a word. Probably never say a word. Right. That's a, again, I, I'm not diagnosing. It's an observation. Take it or leave it. Email versus mail. Excuse me. Um, it, it does strike me as a, a as a as a more feminine trait. Yeah. Yeah. But what about the guys on the basketball team? Like, why didn't why can't they just? Do you think people in general <clears throat> are trying to avoid confrontation all the time, or because people aren't trained to be honest, one with themselves or with other people? Yeah. Right. And so, as a society, I think it's a lot of people going to the big guy and saying what they feel versus saying, "Hey, man." Yeah. I think there's a lot of layers to that. And the first one I want to acknowledge is people aren't trained to to be honest. Or I, I think that's that was kind of the, the point of me bringing that up, which is if you don't know what you're feeling and why, it makes right. it a lot harder to communicate it to someone else. Conversely, it makes it a lot easier to either not communicate to someone else or pass that responsibility on. I think if people better understood why I was bothering them mm. and what specifically was bothering them instead of just 
letting themselves believe it was just a judgment they're passing on me and not taking any accountability of, it makes me feel this when you do this thing. Mm-hmm. It Then they have no responsibility in it. And I have now become, for better or worse, the, uh, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it's fuck that guy. Um, so why, I don't need to tell him, just get him the fuck out of here. Because it's not about his, these these two guys' feelings. It's about me. And they've made it about me. Or you made it about your obstacle, which is fair and an easy shorthand. And when, you, when you've been around people enough and you're like, oh, his is, he, you categorize as this type of person. If they realize, that, like, like I play basketball, I, I play competitively and the point is to win at least <laughs> so you don't have to sit out the next game. And at most, so you feel valuable in front of your peers. And ooh, we want to pick up Rick. Rick's great. So that's my mission going in. And somebody else's mission is going in is I'm a 45-year-old comedy writer and I just want to have a fun, fun time. And this guy is so fucking aggressive. So both of those things exist, but like this person doesn't, I now see like, oh, you guys are just, now what I do is, hey, we don't need to guard each other. Let's mm-hmm. not guard, let me guard somebody who wants to be pushing around, you know? Or you say things like, hey, I'm, my shoulder hurt. Like you could talk about stuff, but people just saw me as somebody who was just a lot, which I was. But like, th- that makes me feel like I'm not having a good time because I just want to chill and relax. I just want to have a light game. If you know that, then it's, hey, buddy, could you just take it That's, easy? That would have been a say that. gift to you. That would have been, a, they would have been gifting you. It's like they see it as confrontation or they don't want to manage. Which it is. Way. Sure. But it would have been a gift for you. Yeah, absolutely. Right? If they said, this is why I come here. I just want to relax. Your aggression is passion, whatever it is. But could you meet me halfway? I want to relax. You probably would have had some sort of awakening where you would have wanted to give them that. Yeah. Even if they just said, hey, Rick, it's it's too much, buddy. Yeah. Like, chill. Mm-hmm. I, would have been, I would have been like, oh. <laughs> right. right. The, the, the email that he sent me... Um, was the, one of the night, I mean, it was, I was, I cried reading it, but it was in a, a, a feelings hurt way, but one of the nicest, he could have just said, stop coming, but he told me the things. Yeah. That's kind. And I was that is like, kind. so much so. Yeah. Um, but uh, he could only tell me those things if he knew how hearing how, what those people said that made him feel. Mm-hmm. Did you, know? you wind up going back? Mm-hmm. I mean, this, what I'm about to say is I made this thing. It's like a year and a half old. So the fact that I'm on a podcast promoting something that I posted a year and a half ago, but it's something I'm really proud of. I made this thing called I Am Phenomenal. Um, it's a short, on, it's on YouTube, but uh, it's about a, a guy who's the best basketball player that everybody loves and then finds out nobody even wants him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, there's a couple of uh, uh, scenes in it, but one of them, the main one is the script is the exact email that that Bill person gave sent me. Um, so I made this fun thing, and the, here's this email that is now part of this script that I use to like kind of make fun of it, and I'm really proud of it. That's um, amazing. But like, yeah, I'm back in the game now. Yeah, and Good. Uh, that's the I'm exactly message. the same way I was before. Though. <laughs> like the first the first month, the first month I passed too much, and I didn't say anything except for a good game, and then slowly you build back into it, and it's exactly the same, and. It's been acknowledged. Yeah. Um, I was out of the game for a couple <laughs> weeks and then I got shoulder surgery. So I was out of the game for like five months. And when I came back, 
Bill, who's, who sent me the email and runs the game, said to me, loud enough for people to hear, but just to me, hey, Rick, um, you had shoulder surgery, huh? Like, that's why you were gone for so long. How do you feel? Like getting exposition out. It was so on the nose. <laughs> and I said, I'm all right. But I was also gone because a couple of guys in here didn't want me here. Like, I felt like I needed to stand up for myself. Yeah. And once that kind of got called out and I found out who the people were, they knew that I knew and I knew that they knew. And then everything was easy. You just amazing. talked about it. Yeah, it was easy. That. That's amazing. Yeah, so I find that if, if you need to tell somebody something, yeah, tell them. But, but where I struggle is there's so many things I need to say. <laughs> so I'm trying to like take a break. Do I need her to have socks on? Right. And I don't. <laughs> you came to that conclusion. Yeah. Amazing. I, I can get them. Truly, I don't. <laughs> okay. It doesn't bother me at all. No, it's just okay with it. if it was on my rug and then I'm walking around barefoot, I'd be thinking about your sweat. I would want you to tell me about that. See, sweat. if it was me, I would want to make someone feel comfortable and be like, if this is going to make you feel uncomfortable, I would so, I'd want to know that. Not everybody could receive things like that though. Right. I'm telling you from it's experience. True. I believe that. I could say that to you and then you will now be like, I don't like the way Rick tells me how he, I make you feel. <laughs> hmm. yeah. I've experienced that. It's like, you know, do you tell somebody that you've just met that you're only talking to for a second if they have something in their nose. And I would. I do that. Like a booger, something in your teeth. That's something. You get boogers in your teeth? (laughs) (laughs) It's good merch. (laughs) It's good merch. I've talked about this stuff before in different ways at different times, but I'm feeling so much, I'm feeling so vulnerable in a way that I I don't love right now. I know. (laughs) I can feel that. Yeah. Yeah. We're sorry and you're welcome. We're sorry and it's... <laughs> I'm putting it on you. Yeah. You can. You we'll can. take it. It's what we do. I don't do many other people's podcasts unless I know them. I think that's uh, something okay. I'm inexperienced with. Right. So you're just vulnerable because you're opening up and you don't know us. Yeah. Do you think the comedy space lends itself to being that vulnerable? Because I'm sure... Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. A lot, lot on my podcast, there's or bit city. And then sometimes it's just like, everyone's crying. Right. So I've experienced that before, but I think there's something about like, I'm not editing this, you know, like, right. This is all going to be. You're relinquishing control. On the nose. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like relinquishing control when I'm vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I think a lot of people can relate. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the whole thing, but just know that if you reflect on anything and you don't want it in there, you can tell us. Thank you. Absolutely. Like we're not. We won't take it out, but you can tell it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, we won't make it a clip, but it'll still be thing. Um, Well, uh, I uh, I would love if you would reread uh, Miranda's script. Yeah. I said that as a joke. I mean, I'm if right now. No, I meant right now. We're all reading it right now. Um, But also, yeah, you know, uh, the way you said yeah like that is like no. I would no. I I fully support it. But isn't that uh, a fun coincidence? That's crazy coincidence. But now that you're saying it, I feel like I remember my dad telling me about you and about your podcast and wanting me to go on your podcast. I'd love to have you guys if you're interested, but we're, we're socks. And we have to be on the balcony still? or are we No, no, we're here? indoors now. Okay. Got any, okay, any lastly, we're going to leave you maybe two questions. We'll each ask our favorite. Okay. Every time you walk into a room, only, oh, go ahead. <laughs> only one song. Okay, the one song that plays every time you walk into a room, what would Lose it be? Lose Yourself, Eminem, and it already is. I oh. oftentimes play it. <laughs> Love it. Yours? That's, uh, what's your ideal sandwich? If you were going to make like the perfect sandwich. 
I feel that's a little personal. That's the most vulnerable. That's the that, yeah. that's yeah. where you draw that's the it. line. Yeah. I can't answer that. I don't know. It oh. doesn't exist. But I you can give you some like details. Sandwiches? I love sandwiches, but like that's like asking what my favorite movie is. Like, what am I in the mood for? Do I want something new? Do I want to be scared? Do I want something that's going to make me laugh? If you had to have one now, today, right now. You know, uh, have you ever been to Howlin' Rays? There's one in Pasadena. Also, oh, you the could chicken place? Say, yeah. Do you eat chicken? Of course. Howlin' Rays is that. Really? In fact, really? Um, I don't think I'll have time for it. I have some place to be too soon. But being in this area, had I planned this, I would have done it. Yeah. Oh, like a fried chicken sandwich? It's a not Nashville hot chicken. Oh, I love that shit. And it's, we should it's, order it's, that. Um, I want it right now. They deliver too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I, if I could have done this again, I would have had it delivered You would have had here. it and you would have thought ahead and it would have been yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's unbelievable. We're going to start with that question from now on just in case there's a sandwich there's that could be coming. If yeah. there's anything that you'd want you to eat You can come back done, and we yeah. can <laughs> order them. Um, yeah. yeah t- I tend to, uh, my brother has a, a restaurant not too far away called the Greyhound. Shout out to the Greyhound. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, and I eat there mm-hmm. and then I still have, when I'm going home, I'll either pick up or I'll have it delivered. So I have it for the next day. Amazing. Actually, I have an easy answer for your question. Yeah. 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 That's that's, Howl yeah. and Ray's. So okay. good. I'm going to try Noted. it. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I had a fried chicken sandwich for the first time in a long time. And it was Is that like so a blowhorn? Is Casper like doing a blowhorn? <laughs> no, I think it's someone calling at the gate. Oh, it sounded like a chauffeur. Do you know what chauffeur? Do you know what those are? The Jews with a horn they blow into? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. That's what I meant. Is he like doing some like… <laughs> Jewish shit. <laughs> Jewish shit. Okay, yeah. He he is trying to alert us because we have… We w- yeah, okay. Another guest. Well, this was amazing. Oh, great. Um, and, nice thing. He's like, thank fucking God. He's uh, like, oh, oh, no. Okay. When you said that, I was worried it was later than I thought it was. No, no. Um, no. We knew you're out, but we… Thank you for having me and for accepting Thank you for me. Opening yes. up. We really appreciate you being so vulnerable with us. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. It's safe. This was safe. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's and safe and here. do know that if you think about anything. Yeah, yeah. Always. It'll be it, it's not that I feel like I said something I shouldn't have as much as um just the feeling I have from saying the things. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Got it. All right. Nice to meet you guys. Nice, so to, meet nice you. to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I got some. I got some fun prepared. What? Um, God, Rob. So this is March 2013. Oh, geez. <laughs> this is good. Rob has a cover, a magazine. Huh? Was your hair natural and then they added curl to it, or did they blow dry it and then mm-hmm. curl it? I'm gonna guess it was natural and they curled it more. I don't remember. Okay. I mean, you have these all lying around. I do not have them lying around. Who's that? Is that in my defense? Hold on. In my defense, we were cleaning out this room to make the studio, and Rob found a stack (laughs) of like magazines that were hidden away, and he took them out and has them out and keeps referring to them. I do not have fucking magazines of me just lying around. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I've been hiding them so that I can get back to them. People have skeletons in their closet. You've got. Magazine You've got covers. a stack of magazines <laughs> that you were on. All right. Um, so these are Rachel Bilson's top 10 style tips. Oh, let's do it. Let's see if they're the same. All right. Um, on your street style. Street style. <laughs> <laughs> I really just like to throw things together and be comfy. 
I'm a casual dresser. I enjoy mixing and matching and layering. Just throwing things together so it'll be a mashup. Sick. Um, picking the perfect sunnies. Mm-hmm. Do tell. I have a smaller face, so Wayfarers work because they have a small frame. If you want to try a big 60s frame, you kind of need an angular face and a good nose. What? Wait, you have a small face? Do I? No. I don't have a small face? Like, what's a small face? I have no idea. I can't be held accountable from 2013. Do you recall any of these? Oh, oh that's a good picture. Yeah, you look pretty cool. You do. Super I mean, you cool. look much cooler than the cover shot. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. A little, a little more punk rock. I like that picture. Yeah. And picture. I like those sunnies. You can't go wrong with those. Wayfarers. Yeah. yeah, it's because you have such a small face. You need a small I just don't consider you to have like a small face. You're saying I have a big face? A little bit. That's a positive thing. It is. This is Rachel and refusing to dress for men. Oh, oh God. I know men hate harem pants, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. No, that, that is. Is that, that what she that is said? Exactly. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been at this for a while. <laughs> All right. Your best cap fashion secret. I know nude shoes really help my child-sized legs. <laughs> You're really... You know it helps in that area. Rob's just trying to get me canceled. <laughs> you learn little. You learn little things like that for little feet like that. <laughs> you know, in that area. Um, her BFF Kristen Bell rates Rachel's design skills. Really? What? I really like shoe mint because these shoes are designed by two of my best girlfriends, Rachel Bilson and Nicole Chavez. It's as if Rachel was inside my brain designing. I'm a big fan. Did you design shoes? She did. Nicole and I did, yeah. What happened with that? Yeah, how's that going? I don't know. I remember mine. The oh, Olivia's. Yeah, the Olivia's. They were really, th- remember when those thick platform, S- platform mm-hmm. soles were a thing? Mm. 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 I'm feeling a little blue. All right. Well, then let's, let's pivot. I get it. Let's pivot. I've got too. a better, I've got another one. Um, this is <laughs> 17 Magazine. Is this naturally how your hair looks, or do they do this? Great question. You? Was your hair natural like that, and they added curl, or did they blow dry <laughs> it and put the curl? And was These this are the curly haired questions. Was this though. the same photo shoot as the other one? No. Oh, um, this was March two thousand eight. So this is actually five years earlier. Mm. Seems like you were really embracing the curl a lot more back then. I was not in my control. Um, I mean, you you look a lot like Briar in this. Let me Let see. Me see. <gasps> my oh my baby. god totally and kaya all right rachel's obsessions i want to see if you know well this isn't really like quizzy but things only people in her top eight know about her so i think that's a myspace reference oh yeah top eight she was never on myspace well that's just that's there it. it's an article uh, lip balms on here yeah I'm obsessed with lip smackers. She's a grandma in her inside. Baked goods. Yep. Bake. It sounds so old, like grandma-ish, but it's so fun for me to do. I'd love to do it. Uh, Fashion. I just snotted. I like looking at fashion books about Landvin and Chanel. I also love Seventeen because the fashion spreads are so cute. Uh, Pin straight hair. One of your obsessions. 
In high school, my mom used to iron my hair with a clothing iron. That's true. I wanted it straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a photo of you and your dog. Thurman. Thurman. He's my little guy. Just a little mutt. He's my little asshole. She gave him away to her mom, guys. <laughs> uh, is there another animal you were obsessed with at this point? Pigs. Yeah, yeah, pigs. Pigs. I want one. They're my favorite animals. Says, I don't eat them because I love them. I didn't. And then I got attacked by my own pig and I went back to bacon. Oh, you owned she a pig? Yeah, yeah, she I ate had the two, pig. Buddy and Petunia. I did not eat my pig. She fried it and she ate it. I did not eat my pig. What? When did you? She hated me. My pig hated me. You got like <laughs> big pigs or little teacups? They were supposed to be super tiny. Little, you know, petite pot bellies. Whatever. Pocket pot bellies. Whatever yeah. they're called. They were not. They weren't enormous. But they were not as small as they were supposed to to be but the girl my pig hated me mm. attacked me mul- on multiple occasions you kind of have a tendency to get pets and then get rid of them not entirely true what about gertie little the gert cody coyotes my mom coyotes. pulled into my driveway yesterday and there was a coyote just right there in my driveway i hate them they're just always in my yard and yeah. my dog is eight fucking pounds this is not. And your pigs? And my pigs are six feet under. Uh, Actually, in my belly. My pigs. No, I loved Buddy. I loved the brother, but Petunia was a real asshole. Is that it? She attacked me. So could, did they have to stay together? Yeah, they stayed together. Yeah. We had them for a very long time. Um, eyeliner. I love eyeliner. Purples, blues, greens, blacks, and browns. You, yeah. I love purple. That was a fun trip down memory lane. This was great, Rob. I'm really happy you keep these magazines around. (laughs) Guys. So what about you, Rachel? Anything going on in your life? Well, I've taken up tennis, Rob. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that very much. It's a good workout? Yeah. I really love our instructor. We have so much fun with him. He's like this young kid. And it's really fun. Do you notice a difference in your stamina? You know, (laughs) now that you mention it. No. I don't feel tired all the time like I used to. Oh, wow. Yeah, thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I'm always tired. Like I fall asleep. Staying awake past nine is a challenge. It's hard. It's hard. I have something for you guys. Ooh, I do too after you. Okay. I, I'm like infamously, no, not even people know this, but I have not seen many, many movies. Okay. Classics. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty infamous. I've, I feel like most people, <laughs> what they know about you is that you haven't infamous. seen Infamous. No, it's but pretty like, infamous. there's like movies it's, that I it, miss it, that are if, like really big movies that everybody's seen. And I watched Good Will Hunting for the first time. Wow. Isn't that weird? Do you find that weird? Because she found that very weird. Shocking. I mean, it's weird that you decided to watch it now. <laughs> I don't think it's that weird that you didn't watch it. Really? Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, I mean. Like, how do you even, like, how do you even how look How do you at, not even like them apples? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how do you get through life without watching Goodwill Hunting? Um, like, were you we like, could, who is this Ben Affleck guy? I and, bet we could each find a movie that the other has not seen that we would be surprised. Really? Sure. that big of like a... Yeah. Okay. Try us. All right, Rachel, have you seen Good Will Hunting? 
He's gonna I now have. <laughs> what are some other big ones that you've never seen that people... Just like anything. Yeah, Have you me. seen like Pulp Fiction? Yes. Okay. Have you seen... The Titanic? Yeah, I mean... Like Goodwill Hunting's like one of those kind yeah, of... Yeah, like one of those like everyone's... Have you seen thought. Kill Bill? No. Oh, interesting. I don't think have so. Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? I actually have seen that. Have you seen... I've never seen the color like, purple, like Saving Private Ryan, or like what? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Oh, oh. Uh, I've never seen the color purple. What? No. What about the one with the Aerosmith song? Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. Have you seen Armageddon? I couldn't tell you. Maybe. Men in Black. Yes. The Matrix. No. I've Shazam. never seen the Matrix. Rachel. <laughs> no. Or Kazam. Neither. The Shaq movie. Neither. The Royal Tenenbaums. No. You, what? You dressed up as them for Halloween. I've never seen it. Huh. It's possible I've seen all of these. <laughs> well, then this game is terrible. But she didn't. No, but like there's ones like for sure, like really famous ones I know I haven't seen. Home Alone? Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't act like that. Forrest Gump? I will say I tend to watch things more if I'm like with someone because they want and they'll put it on and I will watch it and I will enjoy it. But it's not something I just go and do for myself. No country for old men. Yes. No. Again, you acted that out. Yeah, I've never seen it. Maybe I have. <laughs> I will be doing this all day long. Uh-huh. With her. And when we stop, me. I'll just be like. <laughs> no, but uh, like really big ones that are like. I know you've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Here's a run by fruiting. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Which was Lerman? Yeah. That was high school. Moulin Aunt- Rouge, you've seen. Yeah. I saw it with you. Antichrist? No. The Lars von Trier movie? <laughs> no. Uh. You saw, we saw Moulin Rouge together? Like at a theater? We saw Moulin Rouge at a theater together and we were crying so much. That we started laughing. Our cries, it was me, you, and Leah, and our crying at the end was so intense that it was embarrassing that we started laughing and we had to walk out of the theater because we were hysterically laughing at the most inappropriate part of the movie. I, not a single, reco- like, inkling of a recollection of that happening. What's the one, The Departed? Nope. This is fascinating. <laughs> do you like movies? I do. She wanted to be in them. <laughs> I know, but there's a difference between making them and watching them. Okay, you both have to recommend one super famous classic movie that you think I absolutely have to watch, and I will try to do so over the weekend. Ooh. Not obscure, weird, Rob. I'm talking about <laughs> what we've been talking about. Well, yeah, watch The Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. You're going to watch four movies this weekend? I yeah. think I've seen The Royal Tenenbaums. I have. I'm going to go with, I'm going to start at the back and then I'm going to work my way up. Let's go with mermaids. <sighs> Is it depressing? No. That was convincing. Just watch mermaids. <sighs> El Topo. Like I think you should watch El Topo. That is not, I mean, terms of endearment, but that is. That's a real, woo! it's a motherfucker. I mean, El, El Topo is a classic. Do you know what that is? Nope. 
I probably won't be watching Alejandro Jodorowsky. It's only three and a half hours long. Rob! Rocky Horror Picture Show? I've never seen it. Okay. A little asterisk at the bottom. There's a chance... That you have seen I've seen a lot of these. That's what I'm saying. This game is pointless. (laughs) No, but... But certain things would stick out. Yeah, like Mermaid. I know that I haven't, like, watched some of those. And your memory from far back, like, then is Big Business. Love that movie. Risky Business? No. Never saw it? I don't think I've ever seen it. Did your parents not have you watch movies? Like there's, let me tell you something. No, there was definitely movies going on, but this is what it was, okay? First of all, my brother, The Untouchables would be on, Godfather would be on, that kind of stuff, right? So I'm watching this shit very young. If I put on the TV when I was a kid, it was like Disney or musicals or like Newsies or Dirty Dancing or, you know, that kind of stuff. Cry Baby, mm-hmm. you know. But it wasn't like, then, there wasn't like a flow going I'm in and out. I'm trying to think of like. Or like when you got older. I, my dad, I hated watching movies with my dad because he would make us sit and watch all of the credits until it finished to see if he knew anybody that worked on the movie. You see, my dad used to do that and he didn't know anyone who worked <laughs> in the movies, but we'd have to stay till the end this out of just, respect or something. This was just at the theaters? In theaters or at home. Rocky? I've One, two, Rocky. three, four, five. All right, we're ending this game. I can't. This is just gonna. Keep, I know. Okay. I know. But You're I an addict. I know. It's, I've so never seen you uh, showing that side more than right my now. My dad but. would make me watch like How the West Was Won when I was like nine. All right. Rob wants out of this. Okay, yeah, go. All right, Rob. <laughs> I have to focus my brain. Um, I'm a 21 year old male, and I feel like my girlfriend is ghosting me, and I'm not sure what to do. Is that it? No. Uh, I've been dating my girlfriend since September of this year, and in those two and a half months, we've never had a problem. <laughs> Sorry. What is happening? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we don't argue. We normally talk on video calls since we live an hour away from each other, and it's hard to see each other every day. But whenever the slightest inconvenience came from either side, we broke it down and talked about it before it could become a major issue. Putting so much into this, and I'm starting to feel like I love her. But this past week, we haven't spoken at all, and I'm not sure if it's something I said or did to cause this, so I'm kind of scared. I'm not the type to cheat or do anything of the matter, and I even saw her just last weekend to spend time with her and her family, give her a late birthday present, but we haven't had a full conversation or anything since Tuesday. She gets sick easily and doesn't have a good immune system due to her condition. So a common cold could be like a flu. And she's told me before that when she's sick and out of it, she just can't talk. But it's been seven days, man. I hate to think the worst and feel like she's ghosting me since she hasn't said anything that made it seem like there was a problem in our relationship. What do I do about this? Ask her. He should ask her. Not you. Rachel, what did we, what's the? <laughs> no, yeah. He should ask her. He should ask her. Are you saying? Yeah, what is he doing? He's torturing himself. Yeah. yeah, people do do that though. They do do it. Yeah. They do do yeah. it. They do. Was it this? Was it that? Yeah, Was and then it? you're just constantly ask. in your brain, just fucking ask. <laughs> right? I think that there's a way of asking too. I think that people get so caught up in pushing someone away. 
And coming off as too needy. Is coming off as too needy instead of just simply being someone that has the confidence to communicate. It's not going to push someone away if someone's like, hey, what's up? You seem distant. Yeah, you feel distant. What's going on? Did they have their age? 21-year-old male and his girlfriend is 19. Well, hello. They're 21 Yeah, but she is ghosting him. I mean, it sounds like she could be sick. She's got like an autoimmune disease or sounds like she could be sick. And that could be the cause. Have you ever been in a relationship? Ever? No. In the history of your life? Never. Have you ever been in a relationship in the history of your life where you got sick and didn't contact your significant other for a week and didn't tell them? No. No. That's all I'm saying. They're very young, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 19 in a relationship. I was like, bring me soup. Right? Like, you don't just not contact someone for a week if you're sick. What if, and he, what if something like, what if she's in the fucking what hospital if she's, or something? What if she's dead? I mean, yeah, I think that's the question's easy. You should just talk to her. But it does bring up the question of like being too vulnerable and needy. Like, do you get turned off when someone is being too needy? Has it happened? Where like, oh, this guy needs too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's happened mm-hmm. for sure. It's like when they take everything personally, Ugh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it usually a single incident, or it's more just a personality type, and it's little things here and there that's happening? I think it's more a personality type. And it's it's not. No, because if it's just like a singled out thing with someone who's not really needy, then it doesn't come across as needy. Needy has to be incessant. Yeah. That makes them needy. Yeah. But there's a difference between being needy and vulnerable. Yes. Which a guy being vulnerable doesn't bother me Mm -mm. at all. I love that. It's the neediness that is really not attractive. Yeah. But I think that so often people are afraid to be vulnerable because they think it comes off as needy and they're two wildly different things. Right. Needy is like... I feel like one of the characteristics of being needy is someone that takes everything personally. Like they make everything about themselves. Mm -hmm. Everything you do somehow has something to do with them and they like make it about them. Where it's just like, stay in In your lane. Vulnerability, there is some accountability that it's their issue and how they're reacting to it. And just communicating that like, when you do this... I, it makes me feel like this. Yeah, that's sexy. <laughs> you know, like there's vulnerability on a man is, I think, a powerful tool mm-hmm. and on a woman. But neediness, I've never, I don't know. I'm just, you're not texting me enough. I need you to. Oh, I've never dated anyone like that. Yeah. Have you? Like you're not texting me. Yeah. I'm not attracted to guys in my life. I'm not either, but sometimes that can happen after sometimes a while. You, gotta do what you, gotta you sleep do. with enough guys, it's yeah. going to happen. No. Uh, <laughs> after time, sometimes. Yeah, right, like if of, one uh, pulls away, the other usually yeah. becomes more needy. Yeah, I get that. The insecurities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I know what movie I saw that was so good that you are going to appreciate. <laughs> Captain Fantastic. With uh, Viggo Mortensen? Yes. It's good I've never seen it. Oh, it's good. And you how like the it. tables turn. It was, it was really good. 
Did you cry? Of course I cried. I always cry. Yeah, do you you cry often in movies? Yes. 100%. Does that make you reluctant to see a movie? No. That movie was really good. I was I was late on that one too. It's like 2000, I don't know. 10 or 16, so. 15, something I need like to that. See it. Yeah, really well done. Really good movie. Kudos to whoever made it. Kudos. From Rachel. <laughs> whoever made it. Good job. I saw Maestro. Oh, yeah. And I had to. That's the new Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Spielberg. I was sitting in the movie theater and it got so emotional that I literally had to sit there and look at them and be like, they're just actors. This isn't real. This is just an actor. I had to start looking at the wall. Like I had to do anything. Like I you would sob because your heart I was out. about to go sobbing. <sighs> Those are tough. I was like, I, that's never happened to was me. Was it like before. a panic attack? Almost. It almost felt like a panic attack. It felt like I was going to lose control of my emotions in a place where it, there was other people around, and it just didn't feel like I could hear other people crying. Like everybody was crying, but I was about to turn another fucking leaf. I was about to like, oh no, really good. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. What's this like Saltburn movie? I feel like you know about that. it. Yeah. Oh, is that the one with the um the guy the kid from Banshees of Inisherin? Yes. And and the, Priscilla, the tall guy, Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Priscilla. The guy for Priscilla. Okay. I think we're going to see that this week. Oh, that's cool. fun. Oh, don't let me forget. I have a gift card for Briar. <laughs> oh, my God. Did Elliot get his Pokemon? I think he got him, but I haven't let him um, open them because he's being a little brat. So he doesn't know that I gave him he Pokemon cards yet. yet. Okay, but you got your books I sent you guys? Yes, we did. Thank you. What's he being a brat about? <sighs> I don't know. He's just having like a little moment. We had one of those with Calvin yesterday. Really? Uh, he's going to rock climbing camp this week while he's off school. That's nice. And uh, he's been like going, he's been throwing, he, the instructor told Natalie that he's been throwing his lunch away and then what? going to the like counter and ordering things on her account of like food. <laughs> I like this Swaggy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, she had suspected that he'd been doing that at school too because she makes him lunch every morning and then it comes back totally empty. Yeah. And she's asked him like, are you eating this or you're throwing this away? And I think this kind of confirmed that he was just lying and throwing his food away. Ooh, trouble. And then uh, when she found out about him ordering food, she she asked him, like the instructor told her, and then she asked him, and he was like, "No, I, I wasn't doing that." They learn. They lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they a, straight up lie to your face. We had to have a long talk last night. Well, how did he take it? I mean, he. I mean, D- I mean, we'll did see. he end up saying, "Okay, I do it"? Yeah, yeah, he admitted it, and but it then like. When I asked him, I asked him, like, did this just happen today? Have you done it? What? How many things did you buy? And he just said just one thing. And then I was like, we can check, you know. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, maybe it was two things. Oh. Um, so we to talk with him about why he can't lie. But, I mean, you got to give him kind of credit. You're like, yeah, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at you know? Like- yeah, it wasn't a, we didn't, he, he was like, well, what's my consequence for this? And we're just like. Don't do You're it not going to get it. You're not getting a consequence, but we're 
not going to trust you for a little bit if you're going to keep lying to us. You're going to earn that back, buddy. <laughs> uh, to be a fly on the wall watching Cal just like. <laughs> yeah. Elliot will lie to our face. He'll be, I'll be like, did you brush your teeth? And he'll be like, yeah. What do you do with that? I'm like, if I go to check your toothbrush right now, is it going to be wet or dry? And he's like, wet. I'll go check it if he's dry. Calling, calling your bluff. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, he's a good poker we player. We just talk to him about it. There's really not much other than talking to him. We're not big like, you lied to me. You are dead to me. You, you know, know. Briar yeah. doesn't lie. She's well, got you fucking fool. Yeah. <laughs> that you know of. She doesn't. No. no, she doesn't. She's too scared of like getting in trouble. Like what? Not that she ever gets yeah, in trouble. You, Elliot doesn't have fear. No, exactly. Like Briar has fear. Like this morning I was, we had to get out of the house and she wasn't listening. She was taking forever. And so finally I was like, Briar, like we got to go, you know? And she started like crying and like, she can't, she's very sensitive. I wonder where she gets that from. I know. I know. She got so upset. I was like, Briar, I've asked you like 20 times. Can't now we're late for camp. Having to ask a Bilson to do something like 20 times and it's just not happening. <laughs> I will refrain from my comment. Okay. All right. Pleasure. As always. As always. Goodbye. Yeah.